cliffcentral.com. All right, yeah. so let's get into some sport. There's quite a lot to talk about. We've already mentioned Drickus, but we'll have to get into that too. Of course, Ben and Beyond the Scoreboard brought to you by Superbets. We'll talk a little bit about Superbets in a while. What have we got to look forward to this weekend? Well, we'll get to Drickus in a second because obviously that's the big talking point. And it's just so cool how much press and how much info is getting out into the media around that right now. But we need to start with SA20, of course. Now, Durban Super Giants are kind of seen as like the, one of the major favorites. They had their first loss yesterday. So they are now in second place. The Paul Royals, though, are the team to beat. They've got three out of three. Um, and they're also they're in a really good place where there isn't as much rain as the rest of the world. You know, it's quite dry in the winelands there. So they can get good momentum where other teams might stutter with the weather. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's an unfair, unfair advantage, but it's something to kind of look out for. So today we've got the MI Cape Town versus the Paul Royal. So that's like the Cape Town derby. Those are the two teams there. So that'll be at 5.30. And then tomorrow we've got the Durban Super Giants taking on the Sunrisers Eastern Cape. Now they're also a really good side. They are the defending champs. That'll be at 1.30. And then Joburg Super Kings, who have been horrendous so far. Absolutely horrendous. They've had some rain-altered matches, but they've also just been terrible. Um, they're taking on Pretoria Capitals, who are... Yeah, they're doing pretty well. They're doing pretty well. Uh, they beat Durban Super Giants recently. And then Sunday, we've got Paul Royals versus MI Cape Town. So it's a doubleheader for those two teams for the weekend, uh, because how the format works is that you play each other home and away. So that'll be a great weekend in the Cape to watch cricket. So, you know, like I always say, cricket's an amazing sport to play with on, on Super Bets because you can play the live stuff. There's various uh, eventualities to kind of bet on and get excited about. And because of T20 crickets, you know, a lot can happen and it makes the it makes the viewing incredibly engaging. On the rugby, last week was really good because the Stormers and the Bulls won. Uh, Bulls winning away in the Investing Champions Cup was a really big deal. Um, Stormers at home were, were, were good. They didn't manage to prevent the other team getting a, or losing a bonus point, but they were full value for their 31-17 win, I think it was, against um, Sale. So this weekend, they'll be going at it again. This time, the Bulls will be at home, and they are taking on Bordeaux at three. So if you are at in and around Loftus, you know, it's a good daytime game. And then Stade Francais, who... Maybe like we were a really, really great team in the years gone by, not so much anymore. They are hosting the Stormers at 7.30 on Saturday. So if you're not into the cricket, great rugby on Saturday, which then obviously Ooh. leads to obviously then leads to the football. Uh, bit of a rocky start for Bafana at AFCON. Um, they lost their first game, 2-0 against Mali. Mm. Uh, they are not, now They are now playing again on Sunday. They take on Namibia. And I always find this, like, if you're not a huge out-and-out football fan, African football fan, I always find AFCON quite interesting that you've got these tiny little countries, like Mauritania plays there. I think we, we <laughs> touched on this last week. But, like, how good could a team come from a country that is just so little resource? And, you know, mm-hmm. South Africa, comparative, comparatively speaking, although Bafana is not like a world strength, you would think they would have the squad depth and the facilities and that kind of stuff to do pretty well. Yeah. But it's not. It's an absolute crapshoot on the results front. Again, this is why it's so fun to play with Superbets on something like this because there's lots of games, there's lots of chances for upsets. So this weekend, um, you know, there has been some, some upsets. The bigger teams like Ghana, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, you would back them. Egypt, they would do better over a stage of time. But 
this weekend we've got Senegal versus Cameroon, which is a really, really big one. Senegal defending champs, five o'clock at uh, sorry, seven o'clock on Friday. And then Saturday mm -hmm. we've got Tunisia versus Mali. Mali just beat uh, Bafana, of course. And Tunisia traditionally pretty, pretty strong. And then Sunday we've got Morocco versus the Democratic Republic of Congo at four. And then SA will take on Namibia at 10 at Sunday night. So, yeah, maybe not a huge amount of hype around that tournament because Bafana got off to a bad start, but still lots and lots to watch out for. Just like in the Premier League, Arsenal, who didn't play last week, they are now playing. And as I said last week, they were one win from the last seven at that point. So really need a win really desperately otherwise they will just go back to their old ways of just being that nearly team that everyone sort of abuses they'll take on crystal palace 2 30 saturday and then sunday bournemouth versus liverpool there's fa cup stuff in, in in the mix at the moment so that's why there's not so much premier league so that's kind of like what the bones of your weekend looks like into the ufc 297 so first up i'm going to tell you that it's not a great card normally these cards have three or four really great fights on the main card and if you just look at the sort of profiles um going to go with no, but it is Drickus versus Strickland, Sean Strickland, and there has been, like, I've said it so many different times, the UFC are the masters at, at promoting their sport, and, you know, everybody wanted to see Drickus versus Adesanya, then Drickus had a foot injury, so he couldn't fight against Adesanya, where the big beef was, so Strickland, this guy came in, and nobody really gave him a chance, and somehow he managed to win. And good on him, yeah. you know. He's a really good boxer. He's got. He's just an awkward guy to fight against. And then suddenly he became the champion, which is kind of inconvenient because he's not a champion kind of guy. Like he's a very foul-mouthed, rough, just feral, in, like human in all, so many different ways. And now there wasn't really beef between Drickus and this guy at all. But what this guy does is he talks crap about everybody. He'll go hard at your wife. He'll go into the fact that you, you've cried maybe before in a press conference. He's always going at somebody, and no one ever gives it back. And Drickus was just, he gave it back so hard. Like, this guy always talks about how he had a tough childhood. And Drickus is like, I'm going to beat you more than your dad did. And for some reason, he got really upset about that. He even threatened, <laughs> he even threatened to stab Drickus if he ever brings it up again. And Drickus being Drickus is like, Bro, I'm far too quick. You'll never be able to stab me. You can do whatever you want. I am going to win this title. So right. five, from 5 a.m. on Sunday morning, so it's in Toronto, uh, so 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Saturday mo Sunday morning uh, on Super Sports, you'll be able to watch the main card. So Drickus will probably be fighting around sort of 6:30. But it's always good to watch a few fights before that to get into the sort of you know momentum of it. And yeah, I as I said, I put a, I put money down super bets for Drickus last year, and I got pretty decent odds, which have shortened drastically to about even money now. Um, yeah, it's just simple as that. Strickland is really really impressive. He's one of the best boxers. So sorry, can I just ask? Can I just ask about the strategy of like betting in advance when the odds are better? So you would yeah. say for things like this where you're really like you want to be involved and you 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 feel that something's really exciting and you want to do it well in advance, you you will get better odds if you bet way in advance. Yeah, so a couple of things shorten the odds basically is that you know, when something comes out, there's few bets on it. So what those odds will be will be your sort of general odds that are based around certain theories. And then the more I don't know, a, a player in a sort of tournament or something comes into form and they start showing promise, then more people bet on them, so the odds will shorten. In Drickus's okay. case, um, you know, that the, the, when the odds get, get created, it's not like they're fighting or, or playing, so to speak, before that. So there's no evidence of the form getting better. But then what happens is you get a lot of media hype and then you get guys like me who talk people up. And then slowly but surely, when people start putting all the bets down, it's like, well, it's not going towards this guy, so now he's shortening. That's kind right. of how it works. So, no, yeah, I mean, if you, 
if you really if you really up, if you're really into an event like if you want to bet the next rugby world cup you can do that if you want to bet the next rider <laughs> cup the mark if you want to bet the masters coming up and you've got a good feeling about someone you'll get obviously the best odds now and, and you're, everything basically, you're basically reminding me too that anything in the world can be bet on there's someone somewhere offering odds on everything well it's i'd like to say offering markets because that's what these things come down to, right? There's a market of interest right. in someone, and there's a market sure. of interest in an outcome. And that's why it is so fun to play on these kind of things. And that's why I think as a sports fan, it's cool to kind of like get it early on an idea or on a result you think is going to happen. So sure. I, don't want to over I don't want to talk tricks up too much. I think I've never been, as, as I've said many times, I've never seen someone who knows their sport as well. And I think preparation-wise, they're going to have two or three extra tricks that the Strickland camp won't have. And to his credit, he's got as far as he's got Strickland by just being the one gear kind of guy. He fights a certain way. Whereas the trick is because he first had to fight his brothers growing up. He then had to fight in you know, kickboxing. And then he went into the EFC. He's fought a variety of people in a variety of different ways. And a lot of the time, Americans kind of forget this because they just kind of grow up they do well in amateurs and they fight UFC. To get into the UFC as a foreign fighter, you've often got to go through quite a few hoops. I mean, Drickus was fighting folks in Eastern Europe who don't get uh, drug tested and who have like massive hinder tattoos on their chest for advertising. Like he's he's done the hard yards this week. So I think if I was to go for a prediction, I would go second round submission win for Drickus because once he gets a couple of shots in, that look, he's just he's so physically strong, and I would go with a rear naked choke second round submission. That's how he's going to win this fight. All right, so Carl says, Ben, please don't mess us around. I was going to get up at five to watch, I only want to watch the DDP fight. Are you sure about it being at 6 30? Carl, pretty much. I mean, I watch all these cards, and that's kind of how it works out. So even if you get someone who has a first-round knockout, they'll then pad the transmission with, like, other videos and promotions for other fights. And, you know, there's four, there's, I think, three three-round fights, and then there's a co-main event where there's two women fighting for the vacant bantamweight title, I think it is. And that could go five rounds. That could be really long. But ultimately, mm -hmm. look on that sort of thing. Okay, well, Ricky says in the comments, too, that uh, the main card starts at 5 a.m. There are four fights before the Drickers fight. It all depends on how quickly those four fights go. So, look, uh, it's a sim similar kind of time period. And if you're such a fan on Sunday morning, wake up at 5, make yourself some coffee and uh, chill. You can catch up with your emails. You could sit there and, you know, I don't know, read uh, a book, do whatever you want to yeah, do, and it's... then wait for, the, wait for the fight to start. Are you about to go and enjoy a, a hotel breakfast, Ben? Is that what's going on there? Not just a hotel breakfast, the palace breakfast. Oh. I'm here because mm. I because uh, I've got quite a busy morning. But the palace breakfast is where again you time will stop. Sorry, one one last thing I kind of didn't point out because I, I mean personally, and I say this selfishly, I'm never too interested in tennis grand slams until they get to the nitty gritty. But of course, <laughs> there is the Australian Open right now. So Ooh. whether you like. Men's tennis, women's tennis, in women's in the women's's, there was um, quite a few big seeds that already tumbled out, including our favourite Ons Jabeur, who lost six two six love. Ons Jabeur, I remember. Ons, yeah, Ons Jabeur, she's uh, hammered, thrashed. So yeah. I think four, four or five of the big lady seeds are already out in the men's. 
Uh, not so many. Uh, you know, generally that's how it works as well. If you're looking to kind of play on the markets with tennis, is that women's tennis is a bit more up and down, a bit more unpredictable. The guys, um, especially on sort of hardcore tennis, where there's less specialists, like say the French and the clay courts, you get good sort of consistency. So Djokovic is slowly on the men's side, and of course Alcaraz will be on the bottom side of that draw. So all goes okay. too well. It could be Alcaraz Djokovic final if they win their, their matches. Awesome stuff. Okay, Ben, lots to think about, lots to get on with, and well done again on your win. Um, and if Thanks, you want to win, then go along to Super uh, Superbets, and you can find out exactly how you could take part in all of that. Superbets, of course, support responsible gambling, strictly no under-18s, winners know when to stop, South Africa's Responsible Gambling Foundation's toll-free counseling hotline is 0800-006-008, and we'll check in with Ben again next week. Cliffcentral.com.